We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. On this week's episode of A3 Life, we totally came up with this holiday theme. We have to stick with Halloween. Allie came up with horrific ideas for your business. I was like, this is perfect. It's basically eight things you don't want to do. I tell you a lot about things network marketing business or if you're starting or just, you know, trying to get things up and going. So starting with eight things you don't want to do in your business. I mean, I think this will be helpful. I'm excited about help it sing like there's some whores, there's some whores in this. <laughs> Maybe even before where we did yeah. yeah. Shout out to Alicia. We miss you and your whores in this house. And these whores in this house. Cardi B, don't come for me. I was saying horrors, horrors, like in a yes, scary like, horrors in this house. Yes. Like these are horrific ideas for your business. <laughs> horrific, like bad. <laughs> for this week, Halloween theme. And by the time people listen to this, we'll have already had our bingo week, and I'm pretty excited. That's always super fun. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> of the horse in this house <laughs> for a horrific. Um, but yeah, shout out to whoever wins bingo. So there's that. So, yeah. all right, let's go ahead and dive into this episode on eight horrific ideas for your business. <laughs> And my face is horrifyingly falling off. So <laughs> thank goodness. That's part of the theme. That's yeah. part of the Halloween theme. It's fine. Thank goodness this is a podcast and only like pieces of it will be put on Instagram for a preview. So if you see the Instagram preview and you're like, what the actual hell is happening? We're just going with the theme. Just horrific face peel. Halloween theme. So number one on the list, and these aren't really in a particular order. They're just all equally bad, but we're going to go ahead and start with number one and number one. Oh God, Allie, we've all seen it happen. We've all had to deal with the repercussions. We've all had a teammate coming crying like several teammates. Do not become the boss of your team. Do not become the boss. I feel like there's such a big difference in leadership and boss. And no one signed up to work for themselves, to work at home, to start their own business and have a boss. Okay. So if you go into this, start running it, making all these rules that they're kicked out of here and they can't participate in that. Nobody wants that. Let's be hundred percent honest. People want direction. They want clarity, but they dang sure do not want a boss. Yeah. And there needs to be structure in a team, you know, especially when you are working um, as a team or as a collective or in a collaborative of any kind, you know, like you and I are getting ready to collaborate on something we're really excited on. We're going to have to come up with some rules, some standards, some expectations, some structure for that to flow well. And people need that. People need to know what to do, where to go, how to seek out information, X, Y, Z, but they didn't sign up for like, you know, I've seen some posts that I'm like, that's horrific. (laughs) I've seen this horrific post as well. I'm like, what team member wants to wake up in the morning and read this post from their leader making these demands. And again, I'm all for clarity and structure and organization and running things. And sometimes people do need to be told exactly what to do. But generally speaking, just 
And I think that goes to like how you talk to people, how you, and I want to include people, you are an independent distributor. If you've signed up for this, you're an independent distributor. Okay. And unless you've done something to break policy with your company or whatever, like company specific guidelines, obviously it's okay. You don't have to have to do anything. This is your business. Do we encourage team unity and making things work? Absolutely. But don't don't fall into that role of like, I have to do this. You signed up for your own business. And with this, I will say, your leaders are probably telling you what to do, thing that they had success with, you know? And I, and I think, again, catch 22, because there is like helping and showing them the way. And then it's how you handle, I think, being bossy to your team. Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, you know, there's a difference in um, you will do this and you will do that and 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 you have to X, Y, Z and going to your team and making them feel like they are a part of creating something. I think that the most successful way people do what you want them to do, what you've had success with, what your vision is, what you've created is by allowing them a place to feel like they have a say in it like they have a part in creating it with you and that you are not running it where it may have been your idea your driving force your xyz but you couldn't have done it without them so allowing them that place to feel that and to um have some leverage on their own and some creative um i don't know it's just some allow them to to put in their own spice to it and not posting things that are like, ooh, ooh, that's spicy. I feel I feel chastised that I'm not even a member of that team. Like just being very careful how you talk to people. So our number one tip to start with is don't become a boss because don't be so dang out. bossy. Don't be so bossy. And God, I mean, I'm the one called my kettle black hair. We know no, no, from the queen of boss. Bossy. Listen, if she says, if she says, don't be so dang bossy, then you probably shouldn't be so dang bossy. (laughs) It's true. I am super bossy. But I don't feel like I am like from a leadership, like team wise. Like, I don't feel like I make my team do anything. I just boss us around. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, definitely. uh, If you're my friend, my husband, a family member, I boss you. Okay. Team, you're lucky. I don't really boss you around. Okay. It's leadership (laughs) skills, Allie. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I did buy a t-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so number one was don't be the boss of your team. Oh, and I added that really quick. Nobody wants to also create. Being a boss and not allowing people to lead and not allowing people to create um, leads to them being dependency, right? So, listen, I have four slash five dependents and some would argue maybe more dependents in my life I don't need no more dependents I can't write you off on my taxes I I I don't want to take care of you like so not allowing people that freedom and that ability to learn for themselves and to fall down and get back up a little bit is uh, is just encouraging dependency and you I can assure you want to be a leader of leaders and not a leader of followers forever and ever. Amen. So burned out. You can't be in control all the time. And quite frankly, that's not the point of this. I do not want to take care of everyone and everyone problems and be the boss. There's just no humanly way possible. So good point to add. Okay. Number two, 
And this is what gets, in my opinion, probably more than anything, network marketing a bad rap. Historically, I mean, network marketing has been around for God knows how many years, way longer than this company that we're in has been way longer than talking back in the old days, ladies, seen like women selling lipstick door to door to their friends and, and network marketing's been around for a long time. And this, if nothing else, is what is going to get uh, network marketing a bad rap and it's cold messaging you guys know what i'm talking about when you're like you get the hey girl hey girl hey girl is always an indication like if you please listen if you take a tip from us and you're going to cold message someone don't start it with hey girl okay and it makes me sad because i actually talk like that and so don't use my word and ruin it yes you're you're taking things from me and making it ugly but you guys all know what we're talking about it's so predictable. Like, hey, girl, check out my new product. And I'm looking at like our old messages like, okay, maybe she is a friend. Maybe I've actually talked to her at some point in my life. And no, no, Mm-mm. don't know her. Thing in common. Have, and I'm just like, ew, like 99.99%. I don't answer. And then I unfriend you. If we happen to be friends, I'm like automatic unfriend, which is unfortunate because maybe she does have something great to offer me, but she just ruined it. Or worse than the hey girl is the Tupperware ladies. Sorry, Tupperware people. But the Tupperware ladies send me just a link to their virtual catalog. That's it. No words, no nothing. Or I have this one that I don't even know how I became friends with, but it had to have been somehow at some point she was interested in in a product that we sell and friended me and communicated with me in that way. And now she's a Tupperware lady and she doesn't even send the link to the catalog to me with no words. She just sends me like about 55 pictures of Tupperware, just a whole bunch of pictures and no words, no nothing. No one's on sale. I'm cleaning out my great. No, nothing. She just sends photos of Tupperware. It's not even sexy. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it might be worse than an actual message, just like a link or pictures. It's like, come on. And guys, we're not telling you this to be made. That's what maybe you honestly don't know any different, but it's a quick way to get unfriended so fast. And you probably have an amazing product to offer, but you've just turned someone off like so disgustingly that you're not going to have the opportunity to share. So we're not saying don't share your product. We're saying no cold messaging. There's a better way to do it. And cold messaging is definitely not it. Mm-hmm. And it so goes that- back to actually this training. If you want to know some ideas on how to get into people's box without cold messaging, the episode that's going to release next week where I'm doing a solo episode because we're also busy, catch that. There's some tips in there on how you can be scrolling your Facebook, looking for people that have what you need and ask them to contact you. And then or if you say, hey, I'm sending you some tips, da, 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 it's no longer a cold message. It's a, it's a targeted message. Yeah, definitely don't miss that episode. Allie does such a great job on how to communicate with people. Up next, a number number three, horrific, terrible, 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 is going to be in claims. And there's a few reasons for this. I can think some one company specifically that's like absolutely terrible about it. And I guess they must have gotten in trouble because I'm not sure if you've noticed this too, that they've started adding like their income disclosure at the end of it. So some did their butts about it because I've noticed they're still doing it, but they're adding like whatever at the end of it. You know who I'm talking about? 
Oh, yeah. So I know for a fact that the FTC brought the hammer down on them. Um, they were on a very short list of people that when COVID hit, there was like seven companies. The FCC was like, bam, like you ain't doing this no more. And that company in particular, after every TikTok video, every reel, every story, it's like a bam income claim disclosure from the company. So, yeah, they got like, hammered on. It's very small and very fast, but. I guess they still decided they're doing it. So anyhow, to me, it's not just one problem is, and most people do not realize this because you simply just don't know it, but the Federal Commission does watch out for things like that. And so you doing that could in return get your entire company in trouble, not just you as an independent rep, but your entire company. And you guys, I'm I'm a seven-figure earner in this industry, and I I'm very careful about it. I'm very careful about you won't see me post a paycheck. You won't see me post one. I just, I don't think it looks good because while you can have really good success in this business, and I know so many people personally, the average person is not going to experience that. So you're going to get them like discouraged and burned out even from the beginning. Cause they're like, Oh, well, my check was $23 for this month. And you know, I see old Stacy over there posting her big check with a hundred thousand dollars on it. Like how discouraging is that? So I do think it can be encouraging because you can't see it. So again, fine line and all is different for different people, but I think just the income claims, like I said, because the federal trade commission, that's your biggest number one problem. And you're to get everyone in trouble, potentially shut down, find, I don't know what the federal commission does, but quite frankly, I don't want to be on their radar. I don't want my company to be on their radar. I don't be on their radar and nor do I want you, your company or your leader. So be careful with the federal trade commission. Also check up on your policies and procedures. Cause it could be simply against your group, your um, company policy and procedures as well. I know a lot of companies are pretty on that. I've been with two companies ever and they're both pretty strict on that because they want to keep everyone out of trouble. So definitely stay away from the income claims. It could be also that some places require you to do kind of what that company we were referring to is talking about where it says, like, if you talk about money in any way, shape or form, some companies will require you to say like somewhere in the post, this is not typical, like put a disclaimer almost on your words. But there are ways, you know, like, I guess we could share a couple of ideas on how you can talk about things. You know, it's okay to talk about your personal successes. I paid off debt without, there, you know, you have to put a number on it. I paid off my student loans. Everybody knows how much student loans cost. There are tens of thousands of dollars. You know, I bought our home. I bought our vehicle. There are ways of doing things without putting a number on anything. Um, another one that I like is some of my girls taken. We have a card associated with their company that uh, you can get your paychecks put on to and they have taken a picture of the card without the number without any sense of information just of our kind of or part of the name or whatever and they've said i just this commission's card to pay for this and it's like a basket of groceries this entire basket of groceries you know food for my family for the month whatever it is and so that gives people an idea of how much you're making without making an actual financial dollar sign claim so just little ideas there that kind of get your brain moving on income claims Number four, and Lord knows this is probably another thing, second to the cold messaging even, that gets our industry a bad rap, and that's medical claims. So we all know that you love your products. I love my products. You know, I'm sure that your product is absolutely incredible and is just the best thing out there. I know that you all feel that way. But the FDA and the FTC 
neither one like the income claim or the medical claim. And those are government agencies that govern over what we are allowed to do. And, you know, Elisa mentioned you getting other people in other companies in trouble. Like, are you people in your own company in trouble? Stuff like income claims and and medical claims could get the whole industry in trouble. Like the FDA and the FTC are just sitting like at their computer, just waiting for us to step. You know, they don't mess around with stuff like this. Actually, someone's job. Wouldn't that be terrible? Almost as bad as like the compliance department job, like at companies. I'm like, God, that job would actually be terrible. I know. Just like say something, say it, say it, watch it, it. waiting. (laughs) Got my software ready for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love it. Hang on. I don't know where my video went. Give me a second. We're having technical difficulties. Somebody tried calling me on Facebook Messenger. Don't they know I is busy right now? (laughs) Okay. I'm crying from that one. Okay. So, yeah. That's somebody's job, y'all. Like, they are waiting <laughs> to... paid pretty well for that. I oh. seriously doubt it. But I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But that sounds like... that would. Just, I mean, that might be worse than, like, a customer service agent just sitting around, like, waiting all day long for somebody to, unless, like... <laughs> unless you have, like, snitches that, like, turn people in. Oh, well, that could... job isn't as hard. That could be, too. And I guess those snitches, that's their job as well. They got a job <laughs> to do, too. Snitches got a snitch, you know? And But they, you know what they say about those snitches, all, you know? Anyway. Snitches. And wind up in ditches. Oh, no, maybe not. Maybe that's how it goes. I don't know. I don't know the exact phrase I've just Anyhow, heard. don't be a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway, so medical claims. Back on track to medical claims. Just don't do your product does not cure. Blah, 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 blah. Like we've all heard it. It can't, you just can't. You can't say it cured your cancer. You can't say it cured your migraines. You can't say it uh, cured your hepatitis C or I don't know, whatever it is that you're suffering with. Cannot say it is a cure for that thing. And, and it to me, again, you're kind of setting your your potential customers and stuff up for disappointment because what if that's not what happens for them, you know? And I do, I, again, like Ali said, I want to re like reiterate, we all have amazing products. We've all seen them change people's lives, like in some way, shape or form, maybe major, maybe minor. We just have to be super careful with that because again, they will come down like a hammer on you, your best friend, your cousin, your upline, your company, whatever it looks like. And we will all be in trouble. So next. And I think this one, this one's really kind of near and dear to me. Um, trash talking other products and companies. Okay. For me, when someone asks me, what about so-and-so? What do you ask me? What do you know about this product? How does it compare? Literally, my answer is, honestly, I'm not sure because I don't know much about that company or that product because one, that's the honest to God truth. Okay. I, I live in my little bubble for my company and really that's about it. So I have enough stuff to keep up with in my business and my company to be worried about what Susie's doing over there at her company. Like she might be killing it over there, crushing it. Her product might be great, but I don't know about it because that's not my product and it's not my company. So I think like a good answer, instead of bashing another company, especially if you leave another company, don't do it. Like just keep it classy. And to me, it's just, 
it's just such a turnoff to do that to someone. Well, probably more than any other reason. If you leave a company, don't go bash that other company. Like, you know how stupid you look? I mean, come on. I put the wear for six days, six months or six years. If you are promoting a product and then you leave and go promote another product and you're like, oh, that product was trash. Look at what I have over here. People are going to go, well, it wasn't trash six days ago whenever you were about it on your Facebook live. I mean, like you just sound so stupid. I'm sorry. You just do whenever you decide to do that thing there. I mean, just don't talk about it anymore. If that's how you want to go, just don't talk about it anymore. Just talk about what you have to offer. Yeah. Give them the pros. And like I said, I left a company and I can tell you, I, I never had any problems. I never had any trouble. Cause I didn't go around talking about them, bashing them, bashing their products. I mean, cause like you said, you were a part of it at one point. So you have to be smart and it's just the best thing to do anyways, because I promise you, you don't know that much about their product. You don't know about that. I mean, obviously, unless you've used it or tried it, but generally speaking, bashing another company is not going to make you look better. In fact, major turnoff, Herc idea. Horrific idea. Oh, happy, horrific, no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the best answer, like you said, is just to say, I don't know anything about that, but here's what I can tell you about what I have, you know, uh, just redirecting. So uh, number six, number six, becoming a commercial. Another thing, another thing that gets a bad rap, guys, is like, you know, I knew Susie for 10 years, everything about her, but now I don't know where she's at, what she's doing, because all she talks about is those stupid products, right? I mean, it's just unattractive. It's unattractive people in your circle. They're not going to want to buy from you. It's unattractive to anybody you may put into your circle. And, you know, people that you get involved with the business, like your downline and they see you doing, they're going to think that's the way to do it. So quite frankly, just don't do it. Uh, again, there's ways to do it. <laughs> there's other ways to talk about your products. Number one way I think is to talk about your experience with your products, your journey, whatever it is, how, how your makeup has taught you how to take better care of your skin because you can't put on pretty makeup if your skin looks like trash. Um, or, you know, if it's weight loss, how, you learn to eat better from these, you know, it's controlled your cravings and now you don't crave X, Y, Z and you lost X, Y, Z pounds and here's your before and your afters. There's different ways to do it, but I think that is the number one way. And that does not include becoming a commercial or spamming pictures of boxes or whatever. I call this spammy pammy. Don't be spammy pammy. Nobody likes, this is how I always use this analogy. I don't watch TV show unless it's recorded so I can fast forward through the commercials. I pay extra money on my radio so I don't have to listen commercials. People pay extra money on YouTube so you don't have to watch commercials. People are not showing up on your social media to see a freaking commercial. That is not what they want. No one wants to see a commercial. I'm not saying you don't have a great act. You're not having great success. That's okay. I want you to stop what you're doing right now in the middle of this podcast and go audit your social media. Go look at it. Act like you're looking at your page for the first time. And if all you see is you talking about your products or the offer or whatever it looks like, delete it. Delete some of that stuff. Just get it off. The, it's not too late to clean up. I even do it occasionally. I'm like, no, I don't like the way that looks. Like this is someone's first appearance or first introduction to my page, which is your business. Like that's your business. That's your storefront. 
This is our introduction. Welcome to Allie's page. What does it look like? And we all do it. If someone sends you a friend request, what's the first thing you do? You scroll through their page. Your Facebook page, your Instagram page is your storefront. Clean it up. No one wants to see commercials everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, and then number seven, I haven't even told you about this situation lately. So this is like, like getting me in the feels right now. So (laughs) generally speaking, (laughs) yeah, just in general, I mean, not like a recent situation, like one from Uh -uh. like three years ago, Mm -hmm. definitely not anything recent. No, for sure. So number seven, gossiping with your Mm y'all. It is just not a good idea. Okay. Not a good idea. We've all made this mistake. Let's be honest. Let's be a hundred. I'm raising my hand because I'm being transparent because I didn't know. And didn't work out well. Sometimes like when I be on in in this and I didn't a specific leader at all. And I made it very clear that I was like her. (laughs) Not um, and that I just was uh, completely appalled by her in general. And somebody would say something to me and I say some not very nice things back, even if it was a deadline member, but I didn't know at the time. No. And, and since I'm telling people that's it's okay. We all yeah. made that mistake. I've made mistakes. I've been like, well, that sounds stupid. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know, I would say like really not nice things, <laughs> but I've learned better. And I've learned that if people love that person, then let them love her. Whatever gives them energy and motivation and inspiration and gets their butts to then by all means let them love on those people because it's what gets them moving right so i've learned that they get burned right yeah so they well, got that's, that on their own. yeah that's the you different know that's story. different podcast. between them and jesus you know so anyway don't gossip with your team but also not only does this become a problem with going up and down, complaints should always move upwards, never down, because that is a trickle effect and that will poison your entire team. But something that recently happened, I mean, three years ago, probably, mm-hmm. three years ago, um, was that, you know, we all become friends. I feel like uh, when you're things with not knowing that that thing that you can share with them could also poison the water for those people. So grabbing sidelines and bringing them in on your negativity and your drama. Listen, if I was somebody's direct upline and somebody grabbed some of my level ones and put them into a situation, whether it be a phone call, a chat, I don't care what it is. And they started negativity and nastiness and, and anything besides what can we do to do better and move forward and, and keep this ball rolling. I would be so motherfucking mad at somebody for bringing their city into my organization. Okay. So I fully believe that when this happened, It wasn't thought of in that way, but I will tell you, if I was the upline of any of those people that you decide to get involved in your drama and your toxicity and your negativity, and I found out that you pulled my people who were out there working their business, minding their own business, crushing it, and into your drama, I would be so mad at you for doing that. So think before you speak to an upline or to a downline, to a sideline, to anybody that cannot actually help you with a problem. Well, and here's a great thing. Here's listen a lot. Don't talk a lot. Just like a general rule for this industry, for your team, as far as leadership goes, you can listen all you want, 
don't repeat it. Cause I guarantee you one, there's more to the story. Always. I mean, I've gone to bat for someone more than once and found out there's more to the story, but I didn't know that part. So I look like an idiot. Um, not pick another story, but, and guys, it's like a fungus that takes over your team. And then your team is friends with Allie's team and they go talk to Allie's team about it. So it's a fungus that's taken over her team. And it, it is just like so gross and nasty and it will consume your business. It will consume your team. It will consume your time. It will consume your mind. And at the end of the day, it's really freaking matter. At the end of the day, I promise you there's more to the story that you don't know. And it's just simply not worth it. So definitely do not gossip. Do not listen. If you want to talk about anything, go up, go up to your sponsor, your sponsor's not involved, go up to whatever it is and communicate that way. Don't talk down because you will create a fungus. And it's like Ali said, it's a blurred line. There's so much gray area because naturally we become friends with each other. We become friends with our team. It's it's hard y'all. It's really hard. And especially when you see someone kind of going down a direction or like, ah, you don't want to do that. But sometimes People have to learn their lesson and we have mouth shut. So as a leader, listen a lot, talk a little. And even with friends, people that I have become friends with in the business since I started this, you know, we've become more than business partners. Like they're friends, they're family. We go to our kids' birthday parties, da, 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 da. I still am very careful. I still censor what I say. And if I need to say something, something to somebody that I know is never, ever, ever, ever going to say a word to anybody, I'm gonna call you or I'm gonna call Alicia or I'm gonna call somebody and be like, I just need to scream and yell, kick and cry. And I just, I, I need it not ever repeated. And those are the people that I know because I can't go to some of those people because they still are my downline. I love, I adore every bit of them, but I don't, I don't want it becoming a thing. Don't kill their mojo. Hurting yourself. Like you, hello everyone. If you hurt your team, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting their income. You're hurting your income. You're hurt. Like again, it's just a fungus, and it's important, and it happens. So just don't do it. Just don't. So my number eight tip for today, and we're going to close it out. A quick idea is working twenty four hours a day, seven days a week at the beginning of your business. It you are going to get so burned out. And not only are you going to get burned out, your family is going to get burned out. More importantly, your family, your spouse, your children, they're going to get burned out and they're going to hate this. And there's nothing worse in your business than your spouse, particularly hating what you do, not understanding what you not getting it, just making it absolutely miserable. And unfortunately, I see it happen every day and people it ruins their business. Like they they aren't given the opportunity to fully grow a business because their spouse hates what they're doing because they've done this. I mean, I'm sure they've done other things, but 24-7 working, you're going to get so burned out. You're not going to be able to maintain it. So set boundaries early. Set boundaries early. When you start doing this business you know, have non-negotiables. We've talked a lot about that, what that looks like. You know, maybe you set your down from seven to eight, or maybe you only answer questions from eight to nine once your kids are in bed. Whatever it looks like, do not work 24-7 because yeah, or anytime, whether it's the beginning of your business or now or anytime. I mean, you have to set some boundaries for yourself. You have to allow it to be okay to do other things. Um, you know, it this dif- this business is difficult. This topic is difficult because when you work for yourself and you work for home, 
the only way to make a paycheck until you get a business going is based on what you personally. So it does become sticky. It does become difficult. And because we don't have an open and closed sign that we can put on our businesses, people think that we should and are available at their disposal um, whenever they decide that they need information or they need us. But I can assure you, if you are struggling with like your spouse not being supportive or, or if your kids not feeling like they're getting enough attention, that thing can wait an hour, two hours till they go to bed. Ever, it there is more important than your family and other times that you can hustle and communicating with your your husband is going to be a whole lot more effective than just sitting on your own and being like, huh, what? Every five seconds because you can't both at one time. Set aside dedicated times for both. And most people aren't used to that. And I think it sounds a little bit rigid and it sounds a little bit too structured. But if you can set aside times for both I think that you will be thankful and they thankful but you're not trying to split time between each of those things you 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 know this is our this is my more efficient whatever you're doing you can do it more efficiently if you have the dedicated time and I know we've done podcasts on this and I know we've read tips and we've talked about it but you know prioritizing you know, time king, whatever that looks like for you. I think that's a little bit different for everyone, but I think it's a horrific idea to work 24 seven at any point in your business, especially at the beginning. Do not do it. It's, it's just not going to well, I promise. It won't end well for anyone. So I hope this week's episode, I feel like this was super helpful. I hope it helped you in some way, shape or form. Feel free to share it, share it with a friend, share it on your page, share it on your timeline, whatever it looks like, because that's our idea. We want your life easier. So these are eight horrific ideas that you do not want to do in your business. So I hope everyone has a happy Halloween that's coming up. I know everyone's getting ready for that. I feel like it's going to be a little bit different this year, of course, because well, everything's been different are able to enjoy it with your families and do something fun. And then definitely don't miss next week's episode. It is going to be a solo by Allie. It's great training, like super awesome training. Allie totally killed it. It's actually a recap from our um, convention that we had earlier this year. And Allie spoke and we've just had so many people ask about it because she did such a great job. So a lot of people have asked about it. So I hope you enjoy it and can apply it to your business as well. I'm sure you can. If you're not in the same industry as us, I think you can definitely find some helpful tips from Allie on next week's episode. Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc. And check out our online shop at a, the number three life.biz.